And good afternoon. You're listening to Ken Hudnell. This is the Ken Hudnell Show. Coming to you from our studios right here in exciting El Paso, Texas. Gateway to the Old West and the most haunted city in the country. Well, today's February 13th, 44th day of the new year. Only 321 days remain to the year's over with. Holidays and observances. <clears throat> Galantine's Day. Safer Internet Day. And Gola Carnival Day. Black Love Day. Brazilian Carnival. Canada's Agricultural Day. Desperation Day. Dream Your Sweet Day. Ecuador Carnival. Employee Legal Awareness Day. Extraterrestrial Cultural Day. We're talking about uh, those who live in other galaxies far, far away. Fashnot Day. That's a fried, fluffy fried pastry. Get a different name day. International Condom Day. International Natural Day. Kiss Day. Mardi Gras. Um, National uh, Apology Day. National Breakup with Your Carrier Day. National Cheddar Day. National Crab Rangoon Day. National Derek Day. National Internet Friends Day. National Jamie Day. National Tortellini Day. National Wingman Day. Qatar Sports Day. Self-Love Day. Travel Africa Day. World Radio Day. And, uh, you know, I did a, a full show on the wonders of international radio, shortwave. You never know what you're going to hear. All righty. 962, Emperor Otto I and Pope John XII co-signed the Diploma Autonanium, recognizing John as the ruler of Rome. 1258, Siege of Baghdad. Hulaga Khan, a prince of the Mongol Empire, orders his army to sack and plunder the city of Baghdad, which they had just captured. 1322, Central uh, Tower of Ely Cathedral falls on the night of the 12th to the 13th of February. 1462, Treaty of Westminster is finalized between Edward IV, my ancestor, <coughs> and uh, the Scottish Lord of the Isles. 1503, Challenge of Barletta, tournament between 13 Italian and 13 French knights near Barletta. 1542, Catherine Howard, the fifth wife of Henry VIII of England, is executed for adultery. When in doubt, cut their heads off. That's a good philosophy. 1633, Galileo Galilei uh, arrives in Rome for his trial before the Inquisition. 1642, the Clergy Act becomes law, excluding bishops of the Church of England from serving in the House of Lords. Very good act. 1660, with the accession of Charles XI of Sweden, his regents began negotiations to end the Second Northern War. He was a young man at the time he took the throne. 1689, William and Mary are proclaimed co-rulers of England. 
1692 massacre of Glencoe. Almost 80 McDonald's at uh, Glencoe, Scotland are killed early in the morning for not uh, properly pledging allegiance to the new king, William of Orange. 1726, Parliament of between the Mapuche and the Spanish authorities in Chile bring an end to the Mapuche uprising of 1723. 1755, the Treaty of Galante, signed by uh, VLC, Pukubuono III and the Prince uh, Mankubumi. Uh, the treaty divides the Javanese kingdom of Mataram into two. Sonate of Suricata and Sotelet of uh, Yogi Akarta. Got to be careful with these names. 1849, a delegation headed by Metropolitan Bishop Andre Saguna heads out to the Emperor Franz uh, Joseph I of Austria, the, the general petition of Romanian leaders in Transylvania, Banat and Bukovina, which uh, demands that the Romanian nation be recognized. 1861, Italian unification. The siege of Gaeta ends with the capitulation of the defending fortress, effectively bringing an end to the kingdom of the two Sicilies. 1867, work begins on the curving of the Seine, uh, buying Brussels' uh, burying Brussels' primary river and creating the modern central boulevards. 1880, Thomas Edison observes thermionic emission. For those that are not sure what that is, it's the liberation of electrons from an electrode by virtue of its temperature. It releases energy supplied by heat. This occurs because the thermal energy given to the charge carrier overcomes the work function of the material. And Thomas Edison... Um, determined that in 1880, no less. 1913, <clears throat> 13th Dalai Lama proclaims Tibetan independence following a period of domination by Manchu Qing Dynasty and initiated a period of almost four decades of independence. 1914, copyright, New York City, the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers is established to protect the copyrighted musical compositions of its members. 1920, the Negro League, uh, National League is formed. 1931, British Raj completes its transfer from Calcutta to New Delhi. 1935, a jury in Flemington, New Jersey, finds Bruno Hopman guilty of the 1932 kidnapping and murder of the Lindbergh baby, the son of Charles Lindbergh. There is now evidence that he may have been innocent. It's... Um, I don't think we'll ever determine exactly what happened. 1945, World War II, the Siege of Budapest concludes with the unconditional surrender of German and Hungarian forces to the Red Army. 1945, World War II, Royal Air Force bombers are dispatched to Dresden, Germany to attack the city with a massive aerial bombardment. 1951, Korean War, Battle of Chipyongni, which represented the high-water mark of the Chinese incursion into South Korea, commences. 1954, Frank uh, Selby becomes the only NCAA Division I basketball player ever to score 100 points in a single game. 1955, Israel obtains four of the seven Dead Sea Scrolls. 1955 also saw 29 people being killed when uh, Sabina Flight 503 crashes into Monte Termineo near uh, Rieta, Italy. 
1960, with the success of a nuclear test codenamed Chernobyl's Blue, France becomes the fourth country to possess nuclear weapons. 1960, black college student stays the first at a Nashville city ends at three lunch counters in Nashville, Tennessee. I remember when that happened. A lot of the, uh, what we used to call dime stores or variety stores, had uh, lunch counters. And they all had very prominently posted signs, um, white only. And the blacks um, erupted. 1961, allegedly 500,000-year-old rock is discovered near uh, Alancha, California. Appears to anachronistically encase a spark plug. 1967, American researchers discovered the Madrid codices by Leonardo da Vinci in the National Library of Spain. 1975, fire at One World Trade Center in the North Tower um, in New York. 1978, Hilton bombing. Bomb explodes in a refuge truck outside the Hilton Hotel in Sydney, Australia. Killed two refuge collectors and a policeman. Scattered trash all over the place. I don't think they ever found out who was responsible. 1979, an intense windstorm strikes western Washington and sinks a half-mile-long section of the Hood Canal Bridge. 1981, a series of sewer explosions destroys more than two miles of streets in Louisville, Kentucky. 1983, a cinema fire in Turin, Italy kills 64 people. 1984, Konstantin Chernenko succeeds to the late year Andropov as uh, General Secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. 1990, German reunification and agreements reached on the two-stage plan to reunite Germany. 1991, Gulf War. Two laser-guided smart bombs destroy the Amiria shelter in Baghdad. Allied forces said the bunker is being used as a military communications outpost. But... Uh, over 400 Iraqi civilians inside the bunker were killed. 1996, the Nepalese civil wars initiated in the Kingdom of Nepal by the Communist Party of Nepal. 2001, an earthquake measuring 7.6 on the Richter magnitude scale hits El Salvador, killed at least 944 people. 2004, the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics announced the discovery of the universe's uh, largest known diamond. White Dwarf Star, BPM 37093. Um, astronomers named this star Lucky, Lucy after the Beatles song, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Duh. 2007, Taiwan opposition leader Ma Ying Zhao resigns as the chairman of the Kuomintang Party after being indicted on charges of embezzlement during his tenure as the mayor of Taipei. Ma also announces his candidates for the 2008 presidential election. 2008, Australian Prime Minister Kevin Rudd makes a historic apology to the indigenous Australians and the Stolen Generations. The uh, Stolen Generations, also known as the Stolen Children, the children of Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander descent who were removed from their families by the Australian federal and uh, state government agencies and the church missions under acts of their respective parliaments. Removals of these uh, children, referred to as half-caste children, were conducted in the 
period between uh, 1905 and 1967, although in some places mixed-race children are still being taken into the 1970s. Official government estimates are that in certain regions between uh, 1 in 10 and 1 in 3, indigenous Australian children are forcibly taken from their families and communities between 1910 and 1970. 2010, a bomb explodes in the city of Pune, uh, Maharashtra, India, killing 17 and injuring 60. 2011, for the first time in more than uh, 100 years, in the Umatia, an American Indian tribe, are able to hunt and harvest a bison just outside Yellowstone National Park. It restored a centuries-old tradition that was actually guaranteed by a treaty signed in 1855. 2012, the European Space Agency conducted the first launch of the European Vega rocket from uh, Europe's uh, spaceport in uh, Kouros, uh, French Guinea. 2017, Kim Jong-nam, brother of North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un, is assassinated at Kuala Lumpur International Airport. <clears throat> there were many who suspected his brother is responsible, but that was never proven satisfactorily. 2021, former U.S. President Donald Trump's acquitted in his second impeachment trial. And in 2021, a major winter storm causes blackouts and kills at least 82 people in Texas and northern Mexico. Some of the storms get quite, uh, shall we say, um, devastating. Well, we have been talking about a lot of, I won't say strange things, but unusual things. Um, certainly, the... Um, I am uh, checking my news feed because a lot of interesting stories come in when I do my uh, little history segment. Well, yesterday we started talking about some of the world's most haunted places, and I got some more to talk about today. Okay, we talked about that one, we talked about that one, and that one. And that one. So we covered a lot of material yesterday. One of my favorite, of course, was the Queen Mary, where I spent a week exploring. Uh, very nice people that ran it. Just gave me free reign and actually gave me a very interesting-looking uh, guide. Well, let's talk about some of the... Um, Scary places in Latin America. From Mayan tombs and Mexican mummies to underwater temples and an ancient lake. Latin America is actually home to some of the spookiest places on earth. Well, we're going to start out talking about, <coughs> excuse me, Machu Picchu, some of the raided Inca tombs. According to osteologist and Yale University professor George Eaton, Grave robbing is at best an unholy venture. A year after his colleague Hiram Bingham became the first Western to uncover Peru's lost city of Machu Picchu, uh, Eaton helped a second Yale expedition unearth 52 ancient Incan graves in 1912. 
you know, that August, Eaton and two local Quichuan guides opened their 26th grave. Found a female skeleton with her knees pressed to her chest. Eaton thought it was the body of a priestess. And his unnerved local helpers apparently agreed. Soon after that, one of them didn't show up for work. Said he had pain in his testicles. Then the second man just literally vanished completely. <coughs> you know, the fact that the um, people of Machu Picchu were helping dig up their dead ancestors led them to believe they were cursed. That's according to Mark Adams, author of Turn Right at Machu Picchu. At the very least, it meant that whatever spiritual significance the remains might have had was gone. Inexplicably abandoned by the Inca four centuries ago, Machu Picchu is the most famous architectural ruin in in the West. It's also one of the most mysterious. Facts fuel more than a few theories, from the scholarly to the superstitious. Was it a defensive stronghold or a royal retreat? Maybe it was built by space aliens. Is it the gathering place for the ghost of Incan priest? Well... Perhaps the so-called curse has been lifted. In uh, 2012, Yale University returned the last batch of artifacts that had been stolen from Peru almost 100 years ago. That's the problem with um, archaeologists. When they dig something up, they think it's theirs. Well, for Machu Picchu, let's go to Easter Island and talk about the spirit statues. It's about 2,300 miles off the coast of Chile. Easter Island, also known as Rapa Nui, is a isolated patch of deforested volcanic land that's one of the world's most remote inhabited islands. Called uh, Te Pito o Te Hinua, which translates as Naval of the World, by its Polynesian settlers, it's best known as the site of hundreds of Moai, the iconic stone heads. Sculpted from volcanic rock between the 10th and 16th centuries, these Moai probably honor the uh, island's ancestors. I mean, after all, no two of them are alike. Many were somehow moved from the island's quarry to its perimeter, even though they weighed up to 80 tons. Uh, Below the head, they even have underground bodies. Nobody really knows for sure. Nobody knows for sure how this feat of historic engineering was actually accomplished. Some of the island's 5,000 inhabitants insist the statues walked or even flew into place, animated by mana, kind of spiritual force. Some claim they've seen apparitions or heard ancient voices near the Moai. Others suggest the heads were moved by extraterrestrials, but um, that's a story for another day. Island's history is creepy enough without the paranormal being involved. Original population may have grown too quickly leading to the dwindling of natural resources, even evidence of cannibalism. But recent theories suggest that an infestation of Polynesian rats may have brought the people to their collective knees. All of this, of course, uh, is actually enough to give even Stephen King nightmares, with or without the moving statues. Well, let's go to what's referred to as the Mummy Museum, the city of the plundered dead. It's in uh, Guanajuato, Mexico. According to Benjamin Franklin, in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. 
taxes more so than death, in my humble opinion. And the two were once gruesomely combined in the silver mining town of Guanajuato, Mexico. Between the 1860s and 1958, relatives are forced to pay a tax to keep their dead loved ones buried in Santa Paula Pantheon Cemetery. If they couldn't afford the fee, the bodies were removed from the tombs and stored in the ossuary. Because of the dry, hot climate and the fact the corpses have been kept in airtight crypts, some of the unearthed souls have become well-preserved mummies. When curious locals wouldn't ask them to see the bodies, workers started charging for the questionable privilege. And that was the beginning of the Museo de las Mumias in Guanajuato, which opened its doors in 1969. This museum showcases more than 100 mummies in climate-controlled glass cases. They are gruesome uh, grimaces are the result of hardening tongues and slackening jaws. Even though there were suggestions they were buried alive, that does not seem to have been the case. Even a row of babies called Angelitos and Santitos, dressed as angels and saints. Museum also contains what's believed to be the smallest mummy in the world. Remains of a 24-week-old fetus. Well, wherever dead bodies have been disturbed, you can be pretty sure there'll be ghost stories. And this place is no exception. People reported seeing the apparition of a tall lady and hearing a strange whispering sounds and the crowds of babies in the building. Maybe trying to justify the display, the museum is careful to say that death is more widely accepted and even celebrated in Mexico than in many other places. And that may be true, but it's a bit disconcerting to buy sugar skulls and souvenir effigies of mummies in a place where not so long ago impoverished people couldn't even pay the tab to keep their loved ones buried in the ground. Somebody's going to always figure out a way to make money, no matter what the situation is. Well, let's go to Chichen Itza, an ancient Mayan city with the old Kukukan Pyramid. It's named one of the New Seven Wonders of the World in 2007. In the so-called Dresden Codex, one of the four, pre- one of the four existing pre-Columbian Mayan manuscripts, you'll find hieroglyphic divination calendars, descriptions of New Year ceremonies, and instructions on how to find the local rain god, Chak. Codex was created sometime between uh, 1200 A.D. and 1250 by the astronomer-priest who spent... Uh, Dark hours observing the heavens from the observatory of Chichen Itza. That's in Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula. Dubbed El Caracol, the snail, the observatory is where most hauntings in modern Chichen Itza are said to take place. One tourist said, uh, as I strolled down the corridor, I saw a man eyeing me. He was angry about my being there. And I sensed he wasn't a priest or an astronomer, but... Some kind of assistant. That was a quote from the International Directory of Haunted Places. It's odd because the observatory was probably not a place of bloodshed, unlike the great ball court where a lethal game was played. In fact, the leader of the losing team was sacrificed, his severed skull used to mold the next ball. And recently, the skeletons of six sacrificed humans, including two children, unearthed from Chichen Itza's Cenote Sagrado, a volcanic hole leading to an underground water source. The Cenote may have been considered a portal to Zababa, the Mayan underworld, where Chalk is said to live. 
Major urban center since 750 A.D. or so. Chichen Itza probably began to decline about the year 1000. Arriving in 1500, Spanish conquistadors destroyed most of the codices, damning them as devil's books. But thanks to the Dresden Codex, uh, directions to Chuck's domain survives, along with, uh, many say, the spirits of ancient astronomers. I think it's interesting the Spanish took it upon themselves to decide what was the devil's books and what wasn't. That's the problem with religious fanatics. Well, let's go to Teotihuacan. About 30 miles outside Mexico City is the ruins of the pre-Columbian Teotihuacan. One of the most, one of the largest and most influential cities in the world. Built between the 1st and the 7th centuries, nobody's sure by whom or why, the Civilization mostly disappeared after 750, possibly after what's been described as an all-consuming fire. When the Aztecs rediscovered its abandoned spot in the early 14th century, it was stunned by its grandeur, calling it the place where gods are made, or the city of the gods. But it's also a city of death, filled with evidence of human and animal sacrifice, clearly marking it as a spot of both brutal and sacred significance. And some of its mysteries are not exactly what you'd call supernatural. Gold-colored spears were discovered in a hidden tunnel beneath the Temple of the Feathered Serpent in 2013, and liquid mercury may have, that may indicate the presence of a tomb was found in 2015. But the tomb hasn't been found yet. But a few visitors claim to have actually seen ghosts. Others claim to have spotted uh, what's probably inevitably... Uh, if undocumented UFOs over the pyramids. Purplish, smoky streaks that appeared in photos. Now, you can blame Instagram filters or balloons, but since this place remains a mystery, why should the photographs be any different? You know, there's been a lot of um, unknown civilizations that have existed in North America. Well, let's go to the Island of the Dolls and talk about the drowned girl's exorcism. You know, drifting in a boat through a tangle of narrow canals in uh, Milco, a district of Mexico City, you'll find yourself heading toward an isolated island. And though it may seem like any other island at first, if you get closer to it, you'll start to see the dolls. Now, this is hardly the island of misfit toys, more like Chucky's dream vacation. It's called the Isla de las Muñecas, Island of the Dolls, home to thousands of mutilated toys hanging from the trees and lying on the forest floor. Island skulls that are infested, infested by insects. More than 50 years ago, Julian Santana Barrera, the island's hermit caretaker, allegedly found a drowned girl in a nearby canal, her doll floating in the water beside her. Later, when he heard crying and footsteps around his shack at night, he became convinced he was being haunted by the girl's restless spirit. Well, in order to appease the ghost, he hung her doll in a tree. When the haunting didn't stop, Barrera began hanging more dolls, creating an eerie amalgam of ritual offering and primitive art installation. In time, Barrera came to believe that all the dolls are possessed now and not only haunted but cursed. And a lot of the locals tend to agree. Now, if you decide to explore the island, don't expect your boatman to get off the boat with you. 
Some won't even look at it as they approach. Others say they've seen the dolls moving or even opening their eyes. Others claim the toys whisper and gesture to passersby, trying to get them to join them. 2001, Barrera reportedly drowned in the same spot where he found the girl. Locals believe he also haunts the island now, which has become a bona fide tourist attraction. Some visitors bring dolls to add to the growing collection. There's even a wild-haired Barbie left, uh, who's left her dream house far behind. Well, let's go to Lake Titicaca. Well, picture this, if you will. You float 100 feet below the surface of an ancient lake. And through the watery gloom, you see shapes of things that really don't belong there. A terrace, a wall, algae-covered staircases lost in the depths, even a road leading someplace. This may sound like a dream or maybe a scene from the latest Indiana Jones movie. And maybe. But this actually happened in 2000 when scientists discovered the Long, rumored, pre-anchored ruins of a 660-foot-long, 160-foot-wide temple under Lake Titicaca. That's an ancient body of water high up in the Andes on the border of Bolivia and Peru. And that flooded temple is just one of the many mysteries surrounding this lake. Not least of which is the remains of Tiwanaku, a sacred ceremonial center on uh, near uh, Titicaca's southern shores. Tuanaco reached its peak between 400 A.D. and 900 A.D. before collapsing in the first half of the 12th century. Like the submerged temple, some of Tuanaco's ruins are underground. In fact, in March of 2015, a buried pyramid was found. No report on what was in it. Though some have said the Inca built the city, Tuanaco probably predates them by at least a thousand years. The Inca believed Lake Titicaca was the birthplace of the sun and they were its children. Some have suggested the Egyptians were somehow involved in its construction. And the ghosts of the ancient race have uh, reportedly been seen in the environs, particularly inside the Kalasasaya, one of the ruins' main buildings. And in Tionaco lie the ruins of uh, Pumapunku, thought by some to have been built uh, by extraterrestrials. Ancient megaliths seem to automatically signify the presence of otherworldly astronauts, and it's a possibility. But UFOs have been reported all over the lake area, where, according to legend, the sun uh, sent the founders of the ancient uh, Inca civilization. And certainly that is a possibility. Well, the Gate of the Sun, which is a very well-known monument at... uh, Kalasasaya Temple in Tiananco is a, actually carved from a single block of stone. It was part of a, an astronomical observatory. And something as big as a gate of the sun would absolutely um, be a major mystery as to how it could have been carved. Well, let's talk about... Um, Bloody bone-chilling finds in Asia and Australia. Even though their cultures are widely different, the temples of Cambodia, the suicide forest below Japan's Mount Fuji, and 
the deadly Kolkata subway all have one thing in common. The presence of the supernatural that has never been uh, disproven, let me say. Well, let's go to West Bengal in India, what's known as Creepy Kolkata. May 7, 2015, a subway motorman pulled the emergency brake between Kolkata's Ataji Bhavan and Rabindra Sadan stations, bringing his train to a halt. And why did he do it? Well, he had just seen a man walking along the tracks just in front of the car. But after a search for the figure turned up nothing, the motorman and the local press removed the label the entity a ghost. Well, commonly called the suicide paradise uh, because so many people kill themselves there, the Babindra Sudan uh, subway station is just one of the many supposedly haunted spots in India's largest city, the capital of West Bengal. Haunted houses in India don't have just one ghost, according to Sandip Roy, a former resident of Kolkata. It could be a whole family. And you have to watch out for the very dangerous Nishi, who call people by name in the dead of night and lead them away, never to be seen again. Well, one of the most commonly noted spook sites is the uh, Writers Building, formerly the home of the British East India Company's administrative staff. December 1933, Indian freedom fighter shot Lieutenant Colonel N.S. Simpson, the Inspector General of Prisons, known for torturing prisoners. Nobody claims Simpson's ghost haunts the old structure, but sounds of crying spirits allegedly do disrupt the night. The excessively neat wife of British colonial administrator Lord Metcalf is said to roam the halls of the National Library. Some, she'll sometimes whisper in the ears of readers. Other area spots include the South Park Street Cemetery, which is said to be haunted by the many British soldiers who are buried there, and the Royal Calcutta Turf Club, where a ghostly white mare supposedly gallops around the race course at night. Under the Hara Bridge, a favorite spot for suicides, wrestlers can practice on gots, uh, the stair descending to the Hooghly River. And they've um, many have seen hands flaying in the water at night. Like many ancient cities, Kolkata is supposedly home to its share of black magic, there are Gores, members of a tantric Hindu sect where holy men eat human flesh at cremation grounds or are said to frequent the crematorium at uh, Nimtala Ghat. As the Bengali writer uh, once wrote, there's no death of darkness in our country. And I wouldn't even begin to attempt to pronounce the man's name. I would do nothing more than make a mess of it. Well, let's go to Akigahari Jukai, the suicide forest. Well, a lot there are a lot of signs posted around the uh, what's known as the suicide forest. One of the most interesting is your life is a precious gift from your parents. Please think about your parents, siblings, and children. Don't keep it to yourself. Talk about your troubles. Well, that sign is posted. Right outside the Akigahara Jukai, a 14-square-mile volcanic forest at the northwest base of Mount Fuji in Japan's uh, Yamanashi Prefecture. And though Jukai means sea of trees, it's known as the suicide forest, the most popular suicide destination in Japan. Every year, 
authorities find at least 100 bodies. Deep in these quiet woods, you'll find tents, clothes, skeletons, even copies of Wataru Surumi's controversial 1993 bestseller, The Complete Manual of Suicide, which actually recommends Jukai as a good place to go out. Along with the two novels that depict romantic suicide packs in these woods, uh, Surumi's book is one reason the forest continues to attract so many lost souls. Not long ago, a park geologist found a doll nailed upside down to a tree, the sign of a curse, he said. And actually, that area has a reputation of being haunted by a yurai, unhappy, angry spirits in white clothes and with long black hair, like the ghost girl in the ring movie. Some say their anguished howls are often heard between 2 and 3 in the morning, a time when it's too late more ways than one to talk about your troubles. Well, there have been uh, a lot of stories of suicides. Let's go to the, the lost temple of Angkor Wat. You know, dedicated to the Hindu god of Vishnu, Angkor Wat was built near Siem Reap, Cambodia in the 12th century, probably as a funerary temple for King uh, Surya of Arman II, part of uh, Angkor Archaeological Park, a 154-square-mile area containing remains from the Khmer Empire, which lasted from the 9th to the 15th centuries. Angkor Wat fell into neglect and was mostly unknown to the West until the mid-1800s. You know, an, unearth- an earthly microcosm of the Hindu universe, Angkor Wat's both the world's largest religious monument and an architectural work of art. Filled with narrative bas-relief marvels and stunning sculptures, such as the heads that smile so mysteriously they just might make the Mona Lisa look like uh, Kim Kardashian. Oh, please not. Temple creates an overwhelming sense of awe and disorientation among its many visitors. So much so that people have felt themselves walking in the realm of the spirits, even getting lost there. One tourist said that he became separated from a friend during his visit, called out to her to no avail, only to discover they were both in the same area. And though she did hear somebody distantly shouting her name, they couldn't figure out why they couldn't see each other. They weren't that far apart. Well, the belief in ghosts and other supernatural creatures is pervasive in Cambodia, particularly among the still largely agrarian areas like Saim Riap. People that live in the city don't believe in ghosts, but in the forest near the temples, it's common to believe, according to uh, Naganthi, a villager who was interviewed by uh, the Phnom Penh Post. Forest is a quiet place, so strange things always happen at night. Locals even create weapon-bearing scarecrows called Tingmong to scare evil spirits away. One woman said to uh, journalist Andrew Lamb, uh, so many ghosts here, you know. Lamb saw fiery orbs outside his bedroom in a house just outside Sam Reap one night. According to the locals, their souls haven't gone to heaven. They're still very angry. I guess if I had to spend eternity in the the forest, I'd be a little angry as well. well let's talk about the Great Wall of China. It stretches more than 5,500 miles from near the North Korean border to the Gobi Desert. The Great Wall of China was constructed over more than 2,200 years to uh, protect the country against invasions from northwest nomadic tribes. It's not a wall so much as a series of fortifications erratically erected by discrete states. Changing 
uh, the Long Walls, it's called, was completed during the Ming Dynasty, and it became the world's largest man-made object. But as with most epic human achievements, building it took a very human toll. Some 400,000 people laboring by hand are said to have died during its construction. At one point, even young boys were enlisted to work, which reported to make some women fearful of giving birth to sons. And this is in a culture that saw girls as disposable. All that suffering and bloodshed, it's no wonder the fortifications said to be haunted. Some visitors claim they felt uneasy or sick while exploring its paths, uh, but one could presumably chalk that up to the pork dumplings, which uh, are available almost any place you go. Uh, others have seen what they said were ghosts of fallen workers, some of whom are known to even punch or kick. Fireworks are said to be something that keeps them at bay. Structure's most haunted areas include Crouching Tiger Mountain and Coiling Dragon Mountain, part of their unrestored and rugged sections collectively known as the Wild Wall. Dating from two discrete dynasties, uh, a lion, uh, Gubaku's Yanshan Mountains, about 90 miles from the tourist-packed ramparts of Beijing. In the relative quiet of these remote, rugged mountains, most uh, free from, mostly free from cell phones and tour groups, the presence of the past is palpable, as are perhaps the ghosts of the men who sacrificed their lives to build these ancient battlements. Uh, in some places, it is said that the walls actually built on top of uh, those who died during the construction. Well, let's talk about one of the most mysterious places on the planet, the Forbidden City in Beijing. Well, during an exhibition of concubines jewelry in Beijing's Forbidden City, a disembodied voice was heard yelling, It's mine, it's mine. But greedy ghosts don't need the lure of jade to hunger for what they've lost. After closing, gatekeepers at one of the world's largest palaces supposedly hear music and see ladies in waiting wandering the grounds with the eunuchs. While one recent tourist asked a guide why the floors are raised above the doors, he was told because ghosts can't jump. That same tourist later posted what he claimed to be a photo of a ghost he'd captured in one of the rooms. Any structure in the world has the right to be haunted. It is the 9,000-room imperial palace that uh, served 25 Chinese emperors from the Ming Dynasty to the end of the Qing Dynasty. That's from about 1421 to 1911. It has, uh, needless to say, seen more than its share of intrigue and violence, not to mention everyday heartache and greed. I mean, ask yourself this, which spectral concubine wanted her jewelry back? Indeed, the palace was created in a cauldron of grief and bloodshed. After his nephew became emperor in the late 14th century, Prince Zhu Di rebelled, assisted by the eunuchs, killing his relatives, uh, loyalists, and establishing a new stronghold as the Yongo Emperor in Beijing, where he embarked on the creation of the fabled city. And as for Beijing itself, there are plenty of supposedly haunted spots. Gongwang Fu Mansion and Luyan Street among them. But we so often associate hauntings with decaying older buildings in Beijing like the rest of China is determined to raise the reminders of its past in the name of progress. In 2001, the Forbidden City became known to 
became home to a Starbucks. And that's enough to make anybody want to haunt the place. Well, let's go to Mount Everest, what's referred to as the Death Zone. You know, there's a lot of mysteries associated with Mount Everest, not the least of which is uh, the infamous Yeti. Well, June 8, 1924, climbers Andrew, Sandy Irvin, and George Mallory left their camp not far from the summit of Mount Everest in a final attempt to reach the top. They never returned. Mallory's well-preserved body was discovered in 1999. Irvin's corpse has never been found. Some say his restless ghost continues to haunt the world's highest mountain. June of 1933, British climber Frank Smith climbed as high on Everest as anybody had before, but after two exhausting nights in the so-called death zone, an area he said was not made for flesh and blood, he became convinced a pulsating spirit hovered alongside him. <coughs> 1975, Dougal Huston and Doug Scott, the first Britons to reach the top of Everest. Unless, of course, you think Mallory and Irvin actually did it. Claimed they felt a presence in their snow hole the night before they summited. Scott said the presence, which he also felt on the way down, was helpful, giving him confidence and advice. Another expedition said that um, he'd been followed by the appearance of a man, definitely a human figure with arms and legs. Maybe Irvin's ghost does haunt Everest. He may well have company. Mountain is filled with the restless spirits of people who've died while climbing, according to Pimba Dorji, who broke the record for fastest summiting. Eight hours and ten minutes, no less. He did that in 2004. He said, I saw some spirits in the form of black shadows coming toward me, scratching, the, uh, stretching their hands and begging for something to eat. All these visions can, of course, be easily explained by his hallucinations induced by hypoxia, thin air, exhaustion, and the limits of human endurance, but the Everest area has long been considered a holy and haunted place in the Palm Tibet. Himalayas also said to be home to the legendary abominable snowman, also known as the Yeti. In this country, they're called the Sasquatch. Suppose that Yeti, rem supposed Yeti remains, including a sacred finger and a so-called uh, Pengboche hand, are kept in a number of Tibetan Buddhist monasteries. In the wake of the 1922 British Everest expedition, 20 local boys said they encountered seven yetis at the base of the mountain's north call while uh, searching for the supplies the climbers left behind. An explorer Eric Shipton took pictures of what some believed to be the footprints of the uh, Everest environs. Uh, environs one more time, environs. In 1951, those are yeti footprints, I might say. 1986 in Tibet, Reinhold Mesner, first to climb Everest without bottled oxygen and the first to summit the world's 14 highest peaks, saw a strange creature. He said it towered menacingly, its face a gray shadow, its body a black outline, covered with hair, stood upright on two short legs and had powerful arms. Well, sadly for the those that believed in the uh, strange and the unusual, Mesner later identified the creature as a, a rare Tibetan bear. But the uh, unforgiving mountain hardly needs ghosts and monsters in order to strike fear in the hearts of climbers. In actuality, it's the scariest stories on Everest are true. Well, 
There's no question that uh, there are creatures we've never identified. Let's go to Hotel Takara, what's known as the Unearthly Inn. It's also known as the Hotel Royal. It's found in Okinawa, Japan. Uh, this abandoned structure is said to have been built without blueprints, leading to its sprawling labyrinthine quality. The signs posted outside the abandoned Hotel Takara read, Keep Out and Don't Enter in Danger. They were restored ruins of the 14th century Nagagusuku Castle in Okinawa, Japan. Physical danger aside, I might say, the hotel, also known as the Royal, has become a kind of haunt for local teenagers used to dare and scare themselves. And in the process, they created a campfire story that's been enshrined as fact. Thanks to, in part, to repeated iterations of uh, on our modern collective campfire known as the Internet. Well, according to the legend, in the mid-1970s, an unnamed businessman from Naha financed the construction of the hotel on the hill with prime view of Okinawa, hoping to cash in on the crowds coming to the 1975 Okinawa International Ocean Exposition. He had plans for a complex included a water park, a petting zoo, and a nightclub. But the local Buddhist monks warned him the site was sacred. It was also, they said, too close to a number of old tombs in a cave inhabited by restless spirits. But of course, the businessman paid no attention until a series of freak accidents claimed the lives of some workmen. After all his remaining employees resigned, too terrified to face the spirits, the owner moved into his, uncom- his uncompleted project and slowly went insane ending his days as a gibbering hermit in the empty rooms. Certainly, accidents on the site have continued throughout the years. When a U.S. serviceman stationed in Okinawa was injured in the unfinished hotel in 2009, it was put off limits to Marines, although not because of the curse. The dilapidated condition of the structure alone is enough to explain uh, most of the accidents. And whether or not Hotel Takara is haunted or just a real estate gambit gone bust. Spots undeniably creepy, even in daylight. It's rubbish-filled abandoned halls are festooned with graffiti and spider webs, and it's hard to mistake a tattered curtain for a ghost. Or maybe it's the businessman from Naha. Doesn't want to let go of his investment. Well, let's talk about... The Demonic Domain, also known as the Ruins of Babylon. About 60 miles from Baghdad is what's left of Babylon, the city where Hammurabi and Nebuchadnezzar once ruled. It's now a patch of barren land and plundered treasure. Legendary Hanging Gardens of Babylon, one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, are lost to history, of course, but uh, the famed Ishtar Gate was taken by the Germans in the early 20th century, and the Turks used bricks still marked with Nebuchadnezzar's name to build dams on the Euphrates. 1985, Saddam Hussein began uh, remarking his sight in his own megalomaniacal image. American invasion put an end to this in 2003, but the troops brought their own depredations. Building a helicopter landing pad over ruins and crushing ancient pavement with heavy vehicles. Wasn't long before graffiti marked the site as well, such as, Hi Vanessa, I love you, from Saddam's palace, and priceless cuneiform tablets started showing up on eBay. Ancient Babylonians believed the destruction of sacred idols meant their divinities had abandoned them to evil forces, and it's not hard to imagine that this ravaged wasteland was 
haunted by the likes of their ekimu, restless spirits or souls who weren't properly buried, uduku, demons who haunt abandoned places, and alu, faceless creatures who crush sleeping humans. And let's not forget the pazuzu, the possessing spirit in the exorcist, uh, was a Babylonian demonic god. Well, jinn, supernatural creatures of Arabic mythology, may also linger here since they're known to haunt ruins, and this isn't just an ancient superstition. In November 2014, the residents of Kut, a city about 90 miles from the Babylonian ruins, became convinced that jinn were burning their houses. Of course, it's very hard to capture a jinn. And let's talk about Uluru, the curse of the rock. Everyday rangers in Uluru, Kata, Tehuji National Park in Australia's Northern Territory get rocks in the mail. Yes, rocks, or as the Australian government calls them, sorry rocks. Ranges from small chips to 70-pound boulders. These stones are sent from all over the world by tourists who have stolen them from Uluru, also known as Ayers Rock, the park's uh, sublime centerpiece, and returned them because they're cursed. Many of these packages contained apologies, but about a quarter list of tragedies the writers say followed the thefts. One British tourist wrote, Things were good in my life before I took some of the Irish rock home with me. But since then, my wife had a stroke. Things have worked out terribly for my children. We've had nothing but bad luck. Others describe breakups, illnesses, even death. One park manager said of the rocks, It's just a weird phenomenon. We stack them up in boxes, and every now and then we try and return them to the mountain and so that people's bad luck is dissolved. Formed hundreds of millions of years ago, Uluru and its environs have been home to the aboriginal Anangu people for 10,000 years. The 150-foot sandstone monolith is literally haunted, uh, is a literally haunted place for the Anangu and a mystically inhabited by hundreds of ancestral beings. People, plants, and animals, I might add. So also, they say honeycombed with hidden sacred song lines, paths that reflect the creation of the world, and literally uh, reflected in songs. The Nagu call the sacred sites my grandmother and my grandfather, so climbing in Luru is for them a sacrilegious act of desecration, if not the prelude to a curse. When Aborigines said uh, you shouldn't climb, it's not the real thing about this place. The real thing is listening to everything. Well, to preserve the sacred landform and prevent further environmental damage, climbing in Uluru has been banned effective October 26, 2019. Meanwhile, rangers will likely continue to receive sorry rocks returned by past climbers whom the curse followed home. There's been no evidence of atonement works, however. Evidence that, uh, according to uh, one of the managers, I've um, had nobody... Right, and say since I returned to Rock, we won the lotto or something else phenomenal. And how much is imagination and how much is real? That's a very good question. Well, on that note, we come to the end of today's show. We'll be back tomorrow and once again talk about strange, unusual things. Until then, Ken Hudnall for the Ken Hudnall Show saying have a tra- truly great evening.